Yep, start my podcast here. All right, it's going to be a good day. It's Monday morning. Rise and shine. Give God the glory. Amen. I start today. Um, um, life gets difficult. There's changes that happen. There's difficulties that happen. And what can I say? Life is difficult. There's just tougher times than others. And if you're going through a difficult time today, I'll pray with you. Let me know. Message me. But today, I, I, this is what we're talking about. Because we're on the word with again. Number two. I think I'll only have one more week next week. But on with. And the word from the word today is just about getting something from God that you need. It's about finding something and going through things together with him and it's amazing that he wants to be with us if you look in Acts chapter 14 I mean sorry John chapter 14 if if you are not Pentecostal you might not have known this if you don't go to church you might not have known this but yesterday was Pentecost Sunday and we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit and I think that, you know, this ver- this chapter, this podcast today really um, goes right along with that because we're talking about being with the Holy Spirit. And if you look at John chapter 14, and if you're not Pentecostal, that's all right. You believe in the Holy Spirit still, right? If you're a Christian, you still believe in the Holy Spirit. I know I grew up in a Baptist home and We talked about the Holy Spirit very little, but we did talk about it some. And we knew that the Holy Spirit was with us. And this one talking about in John chapter 14, and we're starting with verse 15. It says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comfort, another helper. He's the King James there for a second. Another helper. I love that. Helper. To be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. But it neither sees him. Nor knows him. You know him. For he dwells with you. And will be in you. I think that's an awesome verse. An awesome thought that we can have. The Holy Spirit wants to be with us. Jesus wanted the Holy Spirit to be with him. He's like, you need him. In fact, there's this, this idea, you know, you need him and wait for him. And well, I'll get to that for a second. But we need God's presence in our life. We need him in our life. We can't go anywhere without him. And it says, um, but, you know, I mean, think about this. Just this is an idea. Think about him. If you put the Holy Spirit in a room and you put Jesus in a room, 
Basically, you've got the same material, the same DNA, the same thing. The awesome thing is, of course, Jesus passed through walls and and everything and surprised everybody. And what amazing thing at, at the end of his life, he just like showed up. But the Holy Spirit, you can't necessarily put in just a room. He's everywhere. If you want to be with Jesus, okay, let's say you're 2,000 years ago. If you wanted to be with Jesus, you had to be in Israel, the small plot of land of Israel. It's not very big at all. And you had to be where he was at. You had to find him and go where he was at, whether it was out in the field, whether he was you know, going from town to town, wherever he was at, you had to go to his presence to be with him. Yeah, he could pass through walls, but he was still in some bodily form. But we don't have that today. And this is what's so amazing about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is wherever we are and wherever we need him to be. The Holy Spirit isn't, you know, restricted by bodily form. He is everywhere and can be with us everywhere. And we don't have to go to a little plot in Israel to see him. We can see him anywhere and everywhere and we can be with him and he can be with us. The Holy Spirit is wants to be there right there with us. And so we're sitting here and, and we look at this and he goes, not too long the Holy Spirit will be with you. Oh, I need him. I need God's presence. When I struggle, when I go through things, I need his presence. I need the God to be with me. And that's what the promise of the Holy Spirit is about is him being with us. And Jesus was like, the Spirit will be with you and will be in you. Such a key element in our lives is the Holy Spirit being with us and relying on Him. If you want to, if you need the Holy Spirit today, ask Him to come and comfort you. That's the number one word that, that, that was put. He was the comforter. There was other things that the Holy Spirit does, but Jesus called him one of the things he, he, he said he'll be the comforter here. He's going to be with us as a comfort. But that's not all. There's more. But wait, there's more. You see, the Holy Spirit wants to be with us wherever we're at. I think of the amazing story of Paul Paul was traveling from place to place in the New Testament. And he goes and he casts this demon out of this little girl. And all of a sudden the people were mad because they were getting money. And you talk about using somebody and enslaving somebody. They were using this girl because she had a demon who could tell the future. And Paul cast out this demon. And so because of that, Paul goes to prison. Oh, he had Barnabas with him. Or Silas. This time Silas. So Paul and Silas were in this prison. And they were like, we need the help from God. And so the Holy Spirit came and turned a prison into a place of worship. Wherever you're at, the Holy Spirit wants to show up 
and can change where you're at into something new. A place of comfort, a place of healing, a place of praise and worship. Holy Spirit wants to be with you. It's amazing what the Holy Spirit wants to do. But wait, we got more. You see, stay in John chapter 14 and verse 12. It says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. Oh, man. So we talked about last week about wherever the disciples were with Jesus. He put them to work. He gave them things to do. It wasn't just busy work. He gave them things to do to, when they were around him, to, to take care of people, to feed people, to baptize, to minister. He sent them out to minister. And he says, not only are you going to do these works that I'm doing, he says, keep on reading, and greater works than these will you do, because I'm going to the Father. Think about that. Jesus says, you saw, you've seen all these things I'm doing. Great works, healing, raising the dead, delivering people. Amazing works that you've seen me do. And you can do greater. Because I'm going to the Father and giving you the Holy Spirit. God said, Jesus said, I want you to not just do what I do. I want you to do greater things. I want you to do awesome things. And this is your chance. And the Holy Spirit's going to come to you and you're going to do them. And it's going to be amazing. And I think that many times we're like, "Eh." we question the Holy Spirit. I was praying with somebody about the Holy Spirit one time. And I could see this look on their face that they were questioning what the Holy Spirit was going to do. And it scared them. And I think that's one of the biggest problems we have is we're scared of what God wants to do with our lives, what the Holy Spirit wants to do with our lives. It's kind of like, if I go exercise, is it going to be good for me? Well, yeah, duh. But what's it going to do to me? I'm going to be sore. Yes, but it's going to help you and it's going to do amazing things. And I believe that's the whole thing with the Holy Spirit. If we can rely on God and say, God, I want your Holy Spirit and I'm not afraid of what it's going to do to me. I'm not going to be afraid of what it's going to take me. I'm not going to be afraid of what's going to happen to me. I want it. I believe you're going to see something amazing things. And if you're not a you know, Pentecostal believer and you're like, oh, that was for then, then, and then. I want you to open your mind because it took something for me to open my mind to this. I had to listen and say, okay, maybe there's more from the Holy Spirit than what I've put him in. I've tried to put him in a box and I don't want to do that anymore. You see, there's more. Go to... Acts chapter 1 verse 4 says and while staying with them this is after Jesus had died and after he rose again he's sitting there and he's staying with them he ordered them not to depart 
from Jerusalem. Stay where you're at, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me. John baptized, For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. He's like, wait for it. There's this importance that Jesus put on it. Don't try to do things on your own. Don't try to, to try to carry out what God, you know, given you, a vision maybe God given you. Don't try to, oh, I see a work that needs to be done. Don't try to do it on your own, but rely on the Holy Spirit to go with you to do it. Wait for it. It's coming. Wait for it. Don't get ahead of God. Wait for him. He's there. Let's keep reading. Verse 8. It says, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and the end of the earth. I preach a lot of things about the Holy Spirit. I've taught several things about the Holy Spirit. And there's several, it's amazing things about what the Holy Spirit does. Conviction, empowerment. And here he is, he's got dunamis power. That's what that word. He's got explosive power. But it's just not power that shows up in church. No, in fact, I believe outside the church is where the Holy Spirit really works his best. Oh, I believe the Holy Spirit does awesome things in church. I've seen it. I've seen amazing things in church. But I believe that the number one thing that the Holy Spirit is there for is for us to be witnesses and to go out and share the gospel. If you ever try to share the gospel or do something to, to talk about Jesus on your own time, your own power, it comes out so weak. It comes out so minuscule and, and you, we almost are afraid but if we receive the power of the Holy Spirit, man, it's amazing. If we share the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit and we use the Holy Spirit at his very best, that what he does best, it's amazing what comes out of our mouth. I've said things to people, I had no idea why I was saying them. I said things to people about the Holy Spirit using the, with the power of the Holy Spirit. I had no clue on what, what I was talking about necessarily, but the Holy Spirit knew. And all of a sudden this person was like, how did you know that about me? I'm like, huh, Holy Spirit's been reading your mail, baby. He knows what, all about you and he wants the best for you. You want to receive power from the Holy Spirit. Wait for it, and He'll give it to you. You see, there's more than just the Holy about the, something about the Holy Spirit. I was reading this and I was putting this together, and this scripture came to mind, and it's so powerful. It is so powerful. It's amazing. Don't you think about this in First Corinthians four. And, and there was a lot of things that the Corinthians had questions about the Holy Spirit. They had questions and unsure about things, and they were ignorant about things of the Holy Spirit. They weren't 
studying. They weren't understanding. They were just kind of using it, you know? And Paul said, for the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. Not in talk, but in power. See, we can talk about the Holy Spirit. We can talk about amazing things of the Holy Spirit. But we, we can't limit him. He is full of power. He is full of power. And we need that power in our lives. We need him. In leadership, one of the things we, we go people through a step process. And this process is just um, one of those amazing things. You, you take somebody through and you say, so first thing you do is you take somebody who you're discipling, somebody you're working with and you say, okay, I'm going to do it. I want you to watch. I believe Jesus did that a lot. For three and a half years, he took disciples and he said, I'm going to do something. You watch me do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. You watch. And then he goes, okay, let's do this together. And then they would go out and they would do things together. And it was amazing. The disciples would be like, oh, that's awesome. I'm going to do that too. And they did together. I think Peter walking on water wasn't just walking on water by himself. He was doing it with Jesus. It was his goal was doing it with Jesus. And then you do it together. You do it. Okay, First one is, I do it, you watch. Number two, we do it together. Number three, you do it, and I watch. I believe Jesus did amazing things. He sent his disciples out to preach. And and he continued to send them out and to go from town to town. And I think it's amazing. He watched them do it. You talking about a lump in your throat? You ever watch your kid do something? You're just like, wow, they were watching. They were paying attention. You, you give somebody something to do, and all of a sudden, they, they're going to do it just like you. And you're like, whoa, they did it. They watched. They did it. They did it with me, and now they're doing it on the, you know, I'm watching. And the third thing, this step is, now you do it. Now Jesus said, basically, he was like, everything that Jesus did was with the Holy Spirit. He didn't, he, he said, I do what the Holy Spirit d- does I do what the Father guides me to do. We do it together. And they watched him do it. And then he said, okay, let's do this together. And they did things together with the Holy Spirit. And then they were sent out to do things. And he breathed on them and said, you have the Holy Spirit. And so they did it with the Holy Spirit. And then he goes, now you do it. With the Holy Spirit. You go out and do it. I watched you do it. Now you do it. And you show somebody else how to do it. With the Holy Spirit. Don't do anything without the Holy Spirit guiding you and directing you and giving you power. But ask for it and wait for it. Do it with Him. Because He wants to be with you. I hope you get this today. I'm going to pray with you. God, I need your Holy Spirit today. I can't do things on my own. Somebody said, can you go to heaven 
Without the, without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I can't go to Walmart without the Holy Spirit. God, I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you in my daily life. And everyone that is listening to me does. I pray, God, that first and foremost, they ask you into their lives and make you Lord. And then they receive the Holy Spirit in their life to do the work of the ministry and to do, use the power, the amazing power that you have. Go with us and guide us today. Be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, be with you. Go in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's John Britton signing off.